Kinds of broadcast. It is the start of a postseason play here in the state of Illinois for high school boys of basketball. All roads lead to the State Farm Center. They're in a champagne. That's where everyone is hoping to play the beginning of March. And it all starts here this evening. And we're here at the uh, Class 1A Altamont Regional as it is the host, number two seed Altamont Indians, squaring off against the uh, 15th seed of Mulberry Grove Aces. Welcome in to the broadcast position. My name is Travis Sparks alongside Dominic Daters, and we're here calling all the action tonight here on The Voice about my Indian Athletics, 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM, also streaming online, fmradio.com, and on the FEM Radio app as well. Altamont comes into this one as a two-seed and a 19-8 and overall record, and they did so by finishing a 7-1 and in the National Trail Conference. A little bit of a day later than they were anticipating due to the weather postponing things until uh, Saturday. So senior night turned into senior day for the Altamont Indians on Saturday. And it was still a victory over Winston Sustrov to close out the regular season strong. 73-45 was the final over Sustrov there. It's back and forth early as uh, Winston Sustrov got back in the game and outscored Altamont 11-3 to eventually tie the game in the second quarter. Uh, but then Altamont came out with a run of their own in the second half. They came out 11-0 out of the locker room and uh, turned things around from there. Uh, Kaden Miller led the way in scoring. He had 22 points as well as he was pulling down the rebound as well. He had uh, 17 rebounds accounted for as well. Alec Yarhouse nailed three threes, and he had 17 uh, points for a good night for him on senior day. And also, Kaden Miller was in double figures with a 12, and Eli Miller returned to the lineup, and he had a 9 and KD made a couple of threes, and he had eight points as well on a senior day there to close out the regular season in the right way, as we've talked about the last couple of games with uh, Coach Nieberge, that you know the way that they played uh, against St. Anthony but lost is still a good sign there. And then uh, the win on a Saturday, uh, total team effort there, uh, and uh, also getting healthy at the right time as well. Uh, in a couple areas as well, uh, coming into this postseason uh, for hopefully a, a pretty long stay here, Dominic. Excuse me. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully a pretty pretty long stay here in this, uh, this postseason for Proudmont as they uh, they look to uh, you know not only win here tonight but keep it going to uh, you know definitely at least want to uh, definitely at least want to match you know last season where we made it to the, uh, the sectional championship game, which was right here, and they ended up losing. You know that uh, barn burner to Tuscola in four overtimes, and uh, yeah, you're right. Everybody wants to uh, be playing at the be one of the final four teams playing at the State Farm Center, and you know on uh, on Thursday and Thursday and March there, and uh, we'll be playing on uh, Thursday, and uh, hopefully one game on Thursday and one game on Saturday, play for the title. But uh, just to make it there, it'd be a huge accomplishment, you know, for. Uh, for, for any any team, and especially Altamont, and uh, as they uh, they look to uh, keep things going, you said they're uh, 19 and eight, and I apologize, Travis, I've been with you the past. Uh, I wasn't with you uh, on Saturday as I uh, had some other things going on, but uh, hopefully with you the rest of the rest of the postseason uh, here at Altamont, and hopefully uh, you know at St. Anthony and in the Super Section this year is uh, not a Carbondale for one day, it's a uh, Charleston. Lance Arena, EIU, so that's a good uh, good switch for, uh, you know, local teams down here like Altamont, yeah. and, and, and so, you know, they don't have to go 
make the two-hour trip to the Carbondale. Not that there's anything wrong with the uh, you know, Carbondale's arena. It's just, uh, you know, just a long travel. And, uh, you know, I just remember my high school days when, you know, that's where the, uh, you know, the uh, Class A sectional was a two-class system. That's where it was at for, yeah. for this area was, you know, Lance Arena. And, you know, you always look forward, look forward to, to playing there and, uh, you know, Charleston Holly Tournament and things like that. But, uh Anyway, that that's back, and of course, uh, stays back at uh, Champagne as it has been for a couple of years after being uh, in Peoria for about twenty years or so. So, uh, anyway, uh, got to start off, got to start off here with the uh, with the victory over Mulberry Grove. And like I mentioned off the air, these two teams faced off last year um, when Alabama was the one seed, and they were the, Mulberry Grove was the sixteen seed. Now this year, Alabama's two seed, and Mulberry Grove's the fifteen seed. So. Uh, you know, these same two teams, uh, you know, obviously, obviously different. You know, Alabama's 19 and 8 this year, and, uh, you know, I'm not sure what Mulberry Grove's record is, but uh, I'm sure they've, uh, they've improved. They've improved from last year, and, you know, Alabama, you know, maybe some might say taking a step back, but I don't, I don't think so. You know, yeah, they graduated a lot of seniors and stuff, so they may not have as many wins as what they did last year at this time, but, uh, you know, that, that is what it is. That's how the season plays out. And, uh, you know, that's why we play the game. That's why we're here tonight. So hopefully uh, they can continue this uh, postseason stretch and keep it, keep it moving for a couple more weeks. Yeah, it was uh, kind of interesting mm-hmm. that the IHSA uh, scheduling uh, this year was on uh, Saturday, opening rounds of the last year and in previous years. And then uh, today is kind of, you know, someday, uh, some schools had President's Day off. And uh, some schools uh, did not, and uh, so everybody kind of getting started uh, here uh, tonight. Uh, so it's kind of uh, interesting how they did it this year. And yes, you gotta love it as a local team here around our area. Here, just how closeness the uh, sectionals and uh, everything else is uh, to all of us uh, here for sure. As it's a uh, doable drive all the way around uh, from the sectional at uh, St. Anthony and Effingham to that. Uh, super sectional like you were talking about in Charleston, AEIU, and then uh, the uh, uh, State Farm Center in Champaign, the dual will drive as for well. Sure. So sure. uh, definitely uh, two thumbs up for the IHSA. Uh, they got a lot of slack from uh, a lot of people and a lot of people on the starting lineup as well, how they do uh, some of the things. But uh, two, two thumbs up for uh, that purposes around here. I have the Aces down for a 6-18 and 18 on the season. Um, and they were supposed to have a game on Friday against Ramsey, uh, but that was canceled. So uh, their last game was technically on a Thursday, 49-42 uh, win over First Baptist Academy uh, there. And uh, Carter Scoggins, uh, 6'3", senior, had 20 points on that one. And I remember uh, that name familiar uh, for the game last year uh, in postseason play to be in that. And they still do have a couple of players from that squad that they had a year ago, and also Mulberry Grove is very young as well. A lot of sophomores on the team as well. It's a mix of about three or four seniors on the roster as well for the Aces uh, this season. So, uh, you know, and then we were talking one time after a game with uh, uh, Coach Nieberge, and uh, he realized that they put up like 80 points on Cowdenherrick Beach of City on uh, that night, so that kind of raised the eyebrows of uh, Coach John Nieberge there in uh, that one, and uh, one of the guys there, along with Scroggins, that was leading the way on that night against CHBC uh, was uh, uh, Jackson Eisenhagel, as he's a 6'3 sophomore. His name uh, sounds familiar 
as well as that last name uh, for sure. So uh, those are a couple of guys that you'll have to look out for here this evening uh, for Mulberry Grove uh, here. And they all say you can uh, get to the Champagne without winning the first one. And that's what Altamont will try to do here tonight. And uh, the winner of this one will advance to the Wednesday contest at 6 o'clock, the first game of the day. And uh, that could potentially, or it will be, uh, against a uh, NTC team, as no matter what, who wins the next matchup. Number 10 seed is South Central. They make the trip to Louisville tonight, and uh, that tip-off is coming up here shortly as well against the 7 seed Cardinals. So they just matched up on Saturday to close out the regular season. So South Central got the victory on Saturday, so they'll try to repeat that performance, and this time they'll be on the road as that game was at Verina on a Saturday. It's supposed to be on a Friday, but due to the weather, it got moved to a Saturday there to close out the regular season for both those squads. And then they jump right back into postseason play and face off against each other. So uh, potential ATC, a matchup uh, coming up in the regional semifinals. And then a Friday is the championship here in Altamont, 7 o'clock. And uh, you got to figure Weber or St. Elmo Brownstown has a good path to uh, potentially get there as well uh, to potentially uh, meet up with Altamont or one of the South Central or North Clay as well, if they can make a run of things uh, here in uh, this uh, bracket here. And, of course, uh, just like last year, you know, in the years past, uh, whoever comes out of this sectional probably has a good shot at potentially making a trip there to uh, Champaign, uh, just like last year. Of course, same sectional as St. Anthony, Tuscola, as well. Dietrich, don't sleep on uh, Coach Bonoff and uh, the Maroons as well. So, uh, this will actually feed into the Okaw Valley uh, Regional uh, Champion at that St. Anthony sectional uh, next week. And uh, the winner of this regional championship here in Altamont will take on that. And that's where St. Anthony is. So a uh, potential uh, rematch is looming with the Bulldogs as well. I know Altamont uh, wants that for sure. But can't look too far ahead and can't overlook the Aces or any teams in this regional uh, as well. So... Uh, that's what we're working towards here in uh, this one in postseason play for the boys. We got girls postseason basketball tomorrow. I'll tell you more about that coming up at halftime. But right now, both teams are ready for the national anthem, so we'll separate for the national anthem, and then we'll be back for the tip-off of this postseason game between Altamont and Mulberry Grove. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack FM.
shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School for the beginning of postseason play here in the Altamont Regional. It's between Altamont and Mulberry Grove. See the start in 05 for the Mulberry Grove Aces. As they will start number zero, Hagen Hinchmeyer, excuse me, a 5'10 and sophomore. Number one, Logan Bauer. He's a 5'10 and sophomore. Number 13, Connor Hartman. He's a 6'1 sophomore. Number 23, Gavin Schrokirch, as He's a 6'2 senior. And number 24, Jackson Eisnagel. He's a 6'2 sophomore. So again, it's Hendricks Meyer, Bauer, Hartman, Schrokirch, and Eisnagel, the 5'4, the aces. Coached by Mr. Sam Barber uh, tonight. Ski for the number two seed, Altamont Indians. As they'll go with number five, Kane Davis, the 5'10 senior. Number 14, Eli Miller, six foot senior. Number 22, Kate Milza, the 6'2 sophomore. Number 24, Aiden McManaway, the 6'3 senior. And number 42, Kate Miller, a 6'5 senior. So again, it's Davis, Eli Miller, Millville, McManaway, and Kata Miller. The five or four Altamont. Coached by John Nebergy, assisted by Trent Cool and Brian Suko as well, trying to win win number 20 here on the season for the Indians. And they're the higher seed, so they're the home team here, and they are wearing their normal white jerseys with black numbers and orange trim and a lot of orange as well. Mulberry Grove, one of their proud colors is orange as well. As the Aces are going with their roadie blue uniforms, though, and uh, with blue numbers, or uh, orange numbers as well. It'll be a little hard to see if they had blue numbers, but uh, it's blue jerseys with orange numbers and white trim as well. So uh, we're about ready here to uh, start a postseason play. Like I mentioned, the uh, postseason is continuing uh, for the girls, and we'll be there tomorrow evening. 7.30 will be the tip-off there in Moequa at Central A&M High School. For a rematch of the NTC CIC shootout, it's Altamont versus Tuscola on the girls basketball sectional side tomorrow evening. But we'll worry about that and the Warriors tomorrow. Worrying about the Aces here this evening as it'll be Hartman tipping off against Tatum Miller. And we're on the way here in postseason play as Altamont will win the tip and they'll go right to left on your radio dial here to start this game. As it'll be a McMahon away working things over here to Davis. With a lob before a Millville, and he connects, but 
Millville never really jumped up for the alley-oop. Kaden Miller on the baseline now over to Davis in the corner for three. Can't get it to fall, and Kaden Miller is right there for the follow. He goes up and under, and he traveled with it. So an up and under move by Kaden Miller, and it took too many steps. Turnover to Mulberry Grove. Uncharacteristic of uh, Kaden Miller, but uh, nonetheless, it, uh, it happened, and the first turnover tonight goes to the home team out So it'll be uh, Stockerch, and they're uh, kind of having some issues with a uh, double team and kind of using uh, the sideline and the inline here, but it was knocked out by Altamont, so they'll stay right here with the Aces. As it'll be Hartman taking it out, and they get into a Bauer who will run point for the Aces. They go into the corner there to Icenoggle, and he'll drive on the baseline. Back iron too strong, but Strokerch is right there for the follow, and he can't get his shot to go either. A rebounded by Caden Miller. Quickly up is Eli for three in the corner. Can't get that one to fall, but he gets his own miss back. He shuffles over to Caden. Caden puts it up off the glass. Count it. Count the basket. And the foul for Caden Miller. And he'll go to line for the end one opportunity. Nice job there by Caden Miller. Looks like the foul's on the ice snoggle for Mulberry Grove. That's his first. Uh, Mulberry Grove's first. Altamont on the board first here. They lead 2-0, and Kaden Miller trying to make three. Missed the uh, free throw off the front of the rim, so rebounded there by Ice Noggle for the Aces. It'll be a Hendricks Meyer. Oh, too long on a shot. Rebounded by Eli Miller. Eli looking to do a run, and he dumps off late to Kaden Miller. He's too far underneath the basket. We got his second shot to go, though. So Kaden Miller's got all four points for Altamont, and it's going to be picked off by Davis as they were Trying to get the ball off the floor. And so a turnover there for the Aces. They get it back to KD. Thought about a three, but instead swinging on the perimeter. Back to KD. Cross court pass to Millville. Open for three. And he can't get it to fall off back iron. And rebounded there by Stroker. Oh, it'll be Hendricks Meyer getting across half, half court. He picked up his dribble. He looked for someone. And he gets it off there to uh, uh, Hardman, and Hardman trying to do something with it. He passed over in the corner. Schrokert with the three ball in the corner is good for Marbury Grove, and they're on the board. They trail four to three. Now it'll be Eli high post over to Millville. He's open in the corner for three, trying to answer. No, Eli's there for the foul. His shot was too strong, and it's going to go off of Altamont. So it'll be Aces ball. Shots not one to one to fall here in the early going for, for the Indians. They're up four to three here on Mulberry Grove. Yeah, definitely not here in the early going. As it'll be Hartman with it, and it's going to be stolen away by Davis again. He's looking over coast to coast. Left to KD, no, but Eli with the follow, and he's fouled from behind. So Eli Miller will go to the free throw line for two shots. Fouls on number one, Logan Bauer. His first team second. Oh, what? Here in the early going, Eli Miller trying to extend that Altamont lead here. They already have the 4 to 3 lead and can't do it. Missed the free throw as well off the front of the rim. So it doesn't matter. Two pointers, three pointers, free throws. 
difficulty getting that lid off the basket here in the early going. Sure. Eli's the wow. second free throw, and it bounced. It wasn't clean either. So he's one for two there, and that's why he's five to three. And Coach Neither, he wants the quick PO, so we'll take a quick timeout as well. You're listening to Altamont Postseason Basketball here on Jack of Ends. Make cleanup easy with the new Whirlpool dishwasher. You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Rogers Home Appliances to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School as Mulberry Grove having a little bit of trouble and they lost it. Stolen away by McManaway and they get it up to KD for the layup. Davis's first two points is 7-3 Altamont. Down low is Bowery. He's wide open down there. And he stuck it up and in. And it's 7-5. to five. Not sure how he came that wide open, but nonetheless, he took advantage of it. And put for a pass to McManaway to get it back cross court to Millville. He'll drive baseline. Dishes off to Kaden Miller. He goes up and in. Two for Kaden Miller. He's got six. Nine to five. Ice Noggle having a little bit of trouble after it was knocked away momentarily. Now they go over to a Shark Kirk as they get it back to him, and he'll shoot a three, and then once the one takes a couple bounces and off, rebounded by Millville. Millville gets it across the timeline. This is over to McManaway, who finds Kaden Miller down low, had it knocked away and stolen away by Mulberry Grove. And it's Hartman the other way, left the layup a tad short, and rebounded by Millville. Outlet pass to a Davis. And a Davis takes the floater off the glass and in. KD's second basket. It's 11 to 5. Nice little floater there off the back off the backboard there by, by KD. And he's trying to use the glass. The bank is open. And it'll be Ice Noggle with it. Bank's open here on a holiday. I know, right? Ice Noggle drives in the paint after McManaway fell down. Ice Noggle missed his opening shot. Can't get his second one to follow either. Millville finds McManaway, who's open for a second. And uh, it was Bauer who got back on the defense. And McManaway missed the shot. And there's going to be a, a foul on McManaway trying to tie him up. And McManaway, that's his, uh, his first foul. He's first. So Alec Yarhouse will check in for KD. As... It'll be the Aces taking over. They trail 11 to 5, 3.20 to go here in the opening quarter. That's Heinrichs Meyer. They go in the corner. Now it's back up top to Bauer for three straight on. No good. And Millville has it. Watch out from behind. And it's stolen away from behind by Heinrichs Meyer. And then they're going to say he had to sit on the line. So it's going to be over and back. Kind of a crazy sequence there. Yeah, and uh, Coach uh, Barber there was trying to get an explanation of yeah. Hertzmeyer barely had possession that time, and they called him over and back. Altamont ball, and uh, Eli's open underneath. Can't get it to go, but Caden's there for the follow. Missed his shot, too, 
And it's finally tracked down and rebounded by Bauer. All those easy shots there again, missing, missing here in the early going for Alvin And it's going to be picked off by Eli Miller. Eli in transition, layup good for Eli. His first made field goal. And it's 13 to 5, Altamont. It definitely didn't miss there. That was a nice, uh, nice pick off there by Eli Miller and took it up. He up and put it up. Heel and layup for Eli Miller. Yeah. As would be a Bauer here on the right side. He's trying to back down Yarhouse. He throws it up. No good. Rebounded by Millville again. He gets it up to Yarhouse. He'll shoot it in a transition. Good flow, but missed the shot. And it's going to be off of Altamont. They say out of bounds. So it'll be a ball to Mulberry Grove. KD's back in. Eli Miller will take his seat. So will Caden Miller. And Ben Radel will check in for him. So, two minutes to go here in the opening quarter. Altamont has a 13-5 lead. As will be Heidrichsmeyer dribbling, and he'll be fouled by Altamont. Or maybe they're going to call it carry, so they call it carry, actually. So, it'll be a turnover at Altamont. Got that down as turnover number six from Mulberry Grove so far. Altamont's got three. Hazard via KD, cross court to Yarnhouse. He's out about a three, but instead pulls it back down. McMahon away here at the free throw line. Gets it back out to Millville. He dribbles into the teeth of the defense. Now back out to Yarnhouse for three. Good. Three by Alex. And his first made three. It's Altamont 16-5. Yarnhouse making a three-pointer for Altamont. Where have we seen that before? He made three of them on a Saturday. Picking up right where he left off. Sure. As they go out there to Strokerch, as he has it here at the volleyball line, he hands off there to Bauer. Left side, they go Hartman, backdoor cut, too strong, but Strokerch was right there for the follow, up and in, and it's 16-7. to Millville steps into a jump shot, no good, and the rebound's going to go to Strokerch. Under a minute to go, nearly picked off, knocked away by KD. So it'll be out of bounds with Sarah here at Mulberry Road. We got Eli Miller coming in. And we also got Zane Miller checking in on far out the bomb. As Millville and McManaway are the ones taking a seat. Ace is inbound the ball with 45 seconds left here in the opening quarter. Ice Noggle will pick it up and he was cut off. And now they go back over to Heidmeyer. He fakes, he'll drive inside, puts up the floater. Back iron, nobody gets his own miss back. Throws it up, and it was blocked there by Zane Miller. Up to Eli. Layup good. Eli Miller for his second main layup. It's 18-7, but it all got started there by Zane Miller. 15 seconds left. Hartzmeyer for three-pointer, in and out, no good. And rebounded by Zane. And he gets it over a little bit of miscommunication, but Rado takes it all the way. Layup good for Ben Rado. No one picked him up, so he went right down. Got the two points. Half-court shot by Hartsmeyer was no good. And that'll do it for one quarter of play. So after one quarter, it is Altamont with the lead, 20-7 to over Mulberry Grove. We'll be right back for more postseason action. You're listening to Altamont Postseason Basketball, Jack and Vince. 
based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. As Altamont has a 20-7 lead after one quarter of play. And a Bauer will start off with a miss by the Aces. And a little bit of a fourth pass up there. It's stolen away by the Aces. Scroggins, who checked into the game on the quarter break, missed that deep three-pointer. And a rebound by Davis. Here comes Altamont running the other way. They'll take it in transition. KD for three. And it's 23-7 to off that three-pointer by Davis. Seven points, two steals so far tonight for KD. As it's going to be a stroker with a three-pointer. It's off, but Scroggins fights for the rebound, but it goes into the hands of Stroker. And there's going to be a foul on the loose ball. And it'll go against Altamont, I believe. So, Wade, it is on Eli Miller, his first team's first of the quarter. Kaden Miller also is back in there on the quarter break, and Davis will sit down, and Millville will come back in. And it's going to be a poked away and stolen away by McManaway. And dishes off to Millville in transition, and the reverse layup is good for Millville. And it's 25-7. to 7. They go in the corner. Scroggins, high pass there for Bauer. And a Bauer is trapped in the corner here. Over to Stroker. Now back over to Heidrichsmeyer. And he lost it. And he actually kept his dribble going. And Eichnagel with the drive. He nearly lost it. He just takes it away from uh, a couple of Millers there. And there's going to be a foul on Altamont. Fouls on Aiden McManaway. That's his second, team second of the quarter. And Zane Miller will take a seat. Now the house back in for the Indians. Altamont with the 18-point advantage here, 25-7. As Bauer thought about a three-pointer, but Yarhouse was right there to close out in his face. Now they go down low to Scroggins. He was too far underneath the basket. He misses the initial go, but then he follows with a bucket. And uh, so it's now 25-9. Yeah, nice job, boy. My struggles there to keep, uh, keep the eye on the basket. Eli Miller was opening the lane. Layup is good for Eli. Another two for him. And it's now 27-9. He's got seven points. Nice uh, in front of the basket there. Just put, put it right in. Scroggins has it here on the left wing. Under just two minutes gone here in the second quarter. Uh, it'll be a Scroggins here on the right side. A cross-court pass there to Bauer in the corner. 
And Bauer will dribble it around here, and he was cut off. Now they go a little miscommunication as thought Scroggins was coming back out side, but instead they threw it away, so it'll be a turnover back down from on. Yeah, definitely a miscommunication there. Like you said, he thought he was going outside and he went the other way. And uh, Alabama has the ball here, 27-9 lead. McManoway down low to Melville. He's open on the back door. Melville with his second made basket. The lead's now 20 for Altamont. As Eisnagel will get over to a Scroggins. He drives and he was far underneath the basket and rebounded by Caden Miller. Eli will bring it up over in the corner to McManaway for three. Can't get it to fall. And a rebounded there by Bauer. McManaway didn't catch it cleanly, so maybe it affected it right there. And Hartman missed the jumper and rebounded by Caden Miller. Five minutes to go. Caden Miller over those boards tonight, offensively and defensively. Yeah, so is Millville as well. High post for Eli Miller. Back over to uh, Millville. Speaking of him, man. And the rebound there by Hartman. Thought I thought that one was going to go in. I thought it was too. As uh, Strokert will have it nearly poked loose. But Strokert gets it back. And he'll drive. Dish it back out to Bauer for three. It's back iron. Can't get it to fall. And Ice Noggle drives. He throws it up towards the basket. It's good. Ice Noggle with his first two points. It's now 29-11. Yarhouse gets it to Eli in transition. Short little jumper. No good, but Kaden Miller is their triple team, and he somehow got it to go in the foul. Kaden Miller with an and one opportunity coming. Doing what he does best. Rebounding and putting back up and in. And uh, now Mulberry Grove wants a timeout. There for Coach Barber, and so we'll take a 30-second timeout as well. Lead back for 20, Southmont, and we'll be back in the 30 seconds. You're listening to Postseason Basketball here on Jack Event. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Coach Barber took a timeout there for Mulberry Grove as Caden Miller has an and one free throw coming up here above the lead. And now it swells up to 20 for the Indians here with 413 to go here in the second quarter. If I was on the ice novel for uh, Mulberry Grove, that's his second team's first of the quarter. And Kaden Miller missed the free throw, and it's going to be rebounded there by Schrokerch. As it'll be uh, Bauer here on the right side, and now back to Schrokerch as he throws it over there, and they'll get it to Heinrich Meyer, who checks back into the game. As it'll be Bauer, free throw line jumper was off to the left and rebounded by Millville. Millville checks from behind and makes sure no one's there to steal it. So it's going to go over in the corner to Yarhouse for three. And it's another three for Alex Yarhouse. 
And it's 34 to 11. Two, two for three on the night. Jarhouse with six points. As it'll be a high post for Scroggins, and his jumper is off and rebounded by Kaden Miller. Millville is looking for the deep outlet pass, but instead he doesn't pull the trigger. High post for Eli down low to Kaden Miller. Rose running baseline up and in. Running some good offense here, 36-11. Yes, they are. Kaden Miller now double digits for the Indian with 10. As it'll be a Hartman. Here are a high pass for Bauer, but back out to a stroker. She thought about a three, but instead passes out of it. Now over to Hydrixmeyer. They swing it over to Bauer again. And now in the corner, two is Scrogg and so fire for three in the left. Way off, airballed it. But it's going to be rebounded by Hydrixmeyer. Now Bauer fires for three. It's no good off the front of the rim. Hard rebounded by Caden Miller. 2.40 to go. High post for Eli. Out to the corner for Yarnhouse. Another three. He can't get that one to go, though. Heat check three for Alec, and it'll be a, a, a rebound by Stroker. Can't make them all. No. As it'll be Bauer with it here on the right elbow. He'll hand off to a Stroker. It's coming up on two minutes to go here in the first half. He'll get it back over there to a Bauer. He'll dribble here on the perimeter. Trying to size up Yarhouse. So they go down the two. Hydrix Meyer, he splits the double team, and he throws the layup good. Makes it 36-13. For his first two points of the night for Hydrix Meyer. Davis will fire a three-pointer. It's off no good. And rebounded by Scroggins. Fights it, wrestles it away from Eli. Then at 45 to go in the half. As it'll be Bauer with it. He has it here at the volleyball line. Spin move. Gets in the lane. Throws up the layup. No good. And the rebound goes to Caden Miller. Millville to Davis in transition. A layup is good for KD. That's 38-13. to 13. Easy for me to say. Sounded like it. <laughs> As Davis nearly pokes it away from behind, but Heinrich Meyer gets it back. They over to Hartman, and now back to Hydrixmeyer. Now back to Hartman. They play a little pitch and catch. Now Scroggins over there to Schroker. Now Bauer here in the right corner, and they're going to say that he traveled. So it'll be a turnover back to the Indians. Ice Nuggle back in 04 of the Aces, and a few subs for Altamont. Both Millers, Eli Miller, Caden Miller sit down. So does Millville. Zane Miller's back in. McManaway returns. And Ben Radel's in there as well. Under a minute to go here in the first half. Then all oh, that's my here. 38-13. Over to our house. Touched over to Zane Miller. Out to McManaway. Over to our house. Tires for three and another one. As DJ Carlin would say. And it's 41-13. Nine points for your house on the night. Hydrixmeyer over to Scroggins. Cross-court pass there to Hartman. 30 seconds to go. Scroggins will drive. Throws up the layup. Is good. Count the basket and the foul. The hoop and the harm for Scroggins. And he'll go to the line for the end one. That foul's on St. Miller. His first. Almost third of the quarter. That makes it 41-15, to 27 seconds to go, and the and one free throw is good. 
So now it's 41-16. McManuel across the timeline with 22 seconds to go. And Coach Nieberge will call a timeout. And it's just a 30-second timeout. We're super close to the half, so we'll just keep it right here as 22.6 seconds left before the break. And Alplant leads by a wide margin here. 41 to 16. 25 point lead here for the Indians, and they can make it more here before the break. That's a good. That's a good. I just, uh, I just like the way Alplant looks right now. They're just, uh, you know, flowing, seems to be flowing, flowing real well, and uh, got the big 25 point lead, and uh, seems things, things uh, seems to be going their way here in the first half. This is kind of at times how it looked there in that second half on Saturday. So the Indians might be coming on strong here as we enter this postseason play. 15 seconds left. McManaway has it over to Yarhouse. 10 seconds. Gives it back to McManaway. And back to Yarhouse. Back to McManaway. Cross court. Back to Yarhouse. Cross court in the corner for three. Another one. Another three for Yarhouse. And the long attempt uh, is no good from Mulberry Grove. And uh, that puts an exclamation point there in the first half. And a, a great first half there by the Indians. And uh, Yarhouse with a, a fourth made a three-pointer. And that sends Altamont in the locker room leading a 44-16. to 16. And we'll be back for the halftime stats. We'll, we'll try to track down a score or two, see if we can get a score from that. Uh, North Clay is South Central game uh, there in uh, Louisville. They t- tipped off at the same time we did. Uh, but we'll see. No promises about the uh, scores updates, but try to get up to date on the rest of the week, how that looks like. Hopefully, like I mentioned on Saturday, hopefully we have a, a game every day here on Jack FM for Altamont Athletics. So we'll talk about that at the half. But right now it's Altamont with the lead of 44-16. to 16. And we'll be back in a few minutes for the halftime report. You're listening to Altamont Indians Basketball, Jack Evans. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altamont Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. 
When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School. Your score here at halftime of the opening round of the uh, Class 1A Altamont Regional. As it is, Altamont currently leading a 44-16 over the Aces of Mulberry Grove. Here at the half, as it has been a, a masterful performance here, uh, just like Saturday, as Altamont is uh, just kind of doing what they want to do here and getting uh, baskets in the transition off turnovers and uh, the three pointers are starting to fall as well. Um, even the in the early going, they still had twenty to seven after one quarter of play and. Uh, Altamont was missing a lot of shots there in the opening quarter as well, but they were at least getting some offensive rebounds and op- offensive rebound opportunities uh, there from that perspective. But now the shots are starting to fall along with those rebounds, and uh, they're just scoring in every aspect here. And Alec Yarhouse puts an exclamation point there on his fourth made three of the uh, uh, half there, and Altamont has a big lead here in the early going. Yes, they do. Alamo has a big lead here in the early going, up, uh, up 44, 44 to 16. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Alec House uh, leads the way for, for all scores for, uh, with, uh, with 12 points for being four out of six from, uh, from three-point range for, for Alamo. So they're just, uh, like I said, all they just look, they just look really comfortable out there and just uh, things, are, things are going their way. And like I said, they're just kind of doing – Doing what they want and kind of doing what they please, you know, and just uh, they look really comfortable. And uh, you know, uh, hopefully that this play continues the rest of this game and the rest of the uh, the rest of the postseason. And uh, I'm sure some big things will happen. So let's take a look at some uh, some other stats here for first for uh, for Mulberry Grove. Uh, Hendricks Meyer, uh, 
He's uh, one for four from the field and 0 for two from the three-point range with two points. Bauer is one for five from the field and 0 for three from uh, three-point range with uh, two points. Hartman is uh, 0 for three from the field. Uh, Strokerts is uh, one for two from the field and one for three from three-point range with five points. Ice Snoggles one for four from the field and 0 for one from three-point range. And uh, Scoggins is two for five from the field and over two from three point range. Well, he is one for one from the uh, free throw line. Has uh, 16 points there. Bulberry Grove six of 23 shooting from the field for 26 percent. One of 11 from three point range for nine percent and one for one from the free throw line. And for Altamont, uh, Alex Yarhouse four for six from three-point range with 12 points. Caden Davis, three for four from the field. One for three from three-point range with nine points. Uh, Eli Miller, he's uh, three for seven from the field. 0 for one from three-point range and one for two from the free-throw line with seven points. Caden Millville, two for three from the field and 0 for three from uh, three-point range with uh, four points. Aiden McManway is 0 for one from the field and 0 for one from the three-point range. Ben Rayles come in. He's one for one from the field with two points. Caden Miller, five for seven from the field, and he's 0 for two from the free throw line with 10 points. He does have uh, nine rebounds. And uh, Zay Miller, Zay Miller has uh, come into play. He doesn't have any points, but he does have he does have uh, one rebound. Uh, turnovers. I have uh, Mulberry Grove with uh, nine in the first half, and Almont with uh, four in the first half. So. Uh, I look for, uh, I, don't know, I don't know about you, Travis, but I look for the starters for Alabama to play, uh, play too much too much longer here and uh, maybe a few minutes here in the second half. But uh, I think uh, Coach Deaver, you probably, probably take them out and uh, give give them some rest and uh, have the game continues on. Yeah, we'll just uh, have to see how long uh, the uh, starters go for sure as, you know, uh, the next game on Wednesday. Uh, they're back to back, you know, kind of uh, bang bang here in the postseason. You have a score update there in the second quarter. South Central is winning against North Clay, 29 to 27, and uh, the winner of that game will take on the winner of uh, this one here on Wednesday night at uh, six o'clock. And then uh, the other games here in this uh, regional uh, here is uh, Weber against uh, Sandoval, and uh, then uh, San Elmo is against Potoka as well, and uh, some of those could be involved in the championship game uh, there come uh, Friday night as well. So uh, that's the score update that I have there from uh, that one. I did see one other score there from Nokomis in the same uh, kind of sectional uh, or kind of in, uh, yeah, it's the Oka Valley uh, uh, Regional, but uh, Nokomis ended Winter through straw season there. Looks like it was 64-34 was the uh, final score there. And that's uh, one of the other scores that I have from around the area. All of them seem to be out of the area uh, there. But uh, here it's 44-16. to Altamont with the lead over Marbury Grove to start of the second half. It'll be starters out there right now for Altamont. Uh, Eli Miller, Kata Miller, Millville, Davis, and McManaway. And it's Davis here in the corner. It is not to Eli. Short little jumper for him, and it's in. Eli Miller with a short little jumper, and it's 46 to 16, the least 30. 
I was jumped over there by uh, by Eli Eli Miller here as the uh, Mulberry Grove passes around to Scoggins back over to Ice Noggle. It'll be a it'll be a stroker for the three pointer. Good for stroker. Second made three of the game for him. It's forty six nineteen. Real quick, want to go over Alvamont's first half numbers. They were fourteen to twenty three from the field for sixty one percent. Five of fourteen from three point range for thirty six percent. One for four from free throw for 25%. Caden Miller puts that bucket in. Yeah, so another two for Caden Miller makes it 48-19. As it'll be a Bauer getting a shot on the baseline. Too strong, but Schrokert is right there for the reverse layup. So back-to-back buckets for him makes it 48-21. As the Aces trail here, Eli dumps it down low to Caden Miller up and in. Two more points for Caden. And it's 50-21. to Jokers has five points in the first half. He's already got five points here in the mid and a half in the third quarter. Scroggins in and out. Missed, but another rebound by Caden Miller. Puts him out a double-double for the game. Seems to be the walking double-double for Caden Miller. It's another one right there. McManaway over to Davis. Wide open for three. Katie missed it. And a rebound there by Strokers. Scroggins, no look pass over here in the corner to Bauer over to Eichnagel. He goes, and it's going to be a charge. Offensive foul as it was Millville who was slid in there to take the charge, and Millville early took a hit there. And they're calling uh, for uh, Yarhouse to come in, and trainer will go take a look at him. For sure, definitely, uh, definitely a hard fall there. He was, I mean, he's walking on his own, which is a good sign, but he was down there for a couple minutes and, uh, yeah, trainer will check him out and hopefully everything's okay. And uh, he walked off on his own power, but very gingerly as he's in some pain there on the bench. For sure. Kind of holding his hip there, as will be a Davis here on the left side. Now we're going to man away, top of the key, back to KD for three. No good, and Eli's fighting for the ball, and it's going to go off of him, so it'll be a Mulberry Grove ball. Uh, Mulberry Grove there on that last when I charged by Ice Noggle. That was his uh, third personal foul. Mulberry Grove's first of the third quarter. And Millville's off to the locker room to get it looked at. As Ovia Stroker getting over there to Bauer. He drives all the way, hit the side of the backboard, and rebounded by Davis. Katie quickly up the floor, lefty layup, left it a little bit short, and rebounded there by Stroker. Hendricksmeyer will get across the timeline. Hits Bauer on the baseline. Jumper good for Bauer. His second made basket, 50-23. That was a nice little jumper, about 15-foot jumper there for, for Bauer. Yeah, nice find as well. Backdoor cut. Caden Miller reverse layup. Good. So two more for Caden Miller, 52-23. Five minutes to go here in the third. As Heidrichsmeyer back over to Hartman for a three. Back iron, no. And another rebound there by Caden Miller. Rebound number 11 for Caden on the night. As it'll be Eli having it here in the paint. Back out to Yarnhouse for a three. Can't get it to fall, but Caden's right there for the shot. His shot back. Good. Another rebound and two more points for Caden Miller. 54-23. As it'll be tipped by Davis and stolen by KD. 
Davis dumps it off to McMahon away for three. No good. Tipped around, and it goes out to Scroggins. He'll get in transition. He'll go coast to coast, layup short. And another rebound for Kata Miller. McManaway up to Eli. Layup good. Eli for two more points. 56-23 and Mulberry Grove. Wants a timeout. We'll take a timeout as well. And uh, so a big lead now for Altamont. 409 to go in the third. And we'll be right back. You're listening to Altamont Postseason Basketball here on Jack of M. Get the laundry pair that you can use to conquer pet hair like a pro with the Maytag Pet Pro system. The built-in Pet Pro filter in the washer visibly removes pet hair on any cycle while the extra-large lint trap in the dryer traps and removes additional pet hair. Visit Rogers Home Appliances today to see how the Maytag Pet Pro system works. Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Back here at Altamont Community High School, Class 1A Altamont Regional. As it is, Altamont, it's a big lead now, 33 points. 409 to go here in the third against Mulberry Grove. Subs coming in for Altamont here off that T.O. As Ben Radel checks back in, and so does Zane Miller returns as well. And uh, so it'll be a Scroggins bringing up for the Aces. As he'll get over to Hartman here on the left side. And they go back down low to Scroggins. Puts it up. Nobody's fouled from behind. And uh, two free throws coming up here for Scroggins. Fouls on uh, Aiden McManaway. That's his third. Almost first the third quarter. Scroggins missed the free throw, but he'll get another. Melville's back out there from the locker room. They're going to take a seat on the bench. And Scroggins is 0 for 2 at the line. Missed that one, too. Rebounded by McManaway. Under 4 to go here in the third. Yarhouse here on the right wing. Over to Zane Miller. Back over to Yarhouse. He fires for 3. No good. And it's tipped around. And Rado comes down with the board. Back out to Yarhouse. Fires for 3. And this time he gets it to go. So Alec with another three. And it's 59-23. 15 points for Alec Yarhouse. All on three-pointers. Sure. Yeah. Bauer missed the shot. Scroggins with the follow, and he's fouled again. So two more free throws coming up here for Scroggins. Fouls on Zane Miller. That's his second. Alamont's second in the quarter. And so Scroggins will be back to the line, but that one's a lot better. Need that one. Makes it 59 to 24. McManaway takes the seat, and a Parker Bell checks in. And a Davis will also sit down, and Alex Walker will come in. So now Coach Neberge unloading the bench a little bit. And Scroggins, free throw, back iron, no, and rebounded by Radel. So Scroggins could only go one for two there, and Walker mishandles the pass a little bit, but he gets it back. Yarhouse has it here on the right wing. Now Yarhouse, high post for Zane Miller, back door to Radel. Radel puts it up, and good. Two points for Radel, his second basket of the game, 61-24. Ice fine there to find Radel on the baseline. Ice noggle in transition, stops the pops, no, but Scroggins with the follow. 
His shot's good. And it's 61-26 now. Walker within the top of the circle over to Bell. And he was trying to hit cross-court pass the yard out, but it's picked off by Bauer. In transition, layup no, and Zane's fighting for the board, and he gets it. And Zane will be the one taking it across. Goes over to Walker. Now back to our house, back to Walker. Back to our house. High post for Zane Miller. Turnaround jumper was blocked. There by Scroggins, but Radel is there for the follow. His layup is good. Another basket for Radel. He's got six on the night. It's 63-26. And Mulberry Grove wants a timeout. We'll take a timeout with them. 63 at 26, and we'll be back here. You're listening to Altamont Postseason Basketball on Jack FM. Based out of Altamont, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Bauer with a jump shot, takes a couple of bounces off the rim and a no good, and there's going to be a foul. On the Aces trying to get the rebound, so it'll be Altamont ball. Fouls on Scoggins for uh, Mulberry Grove. That's his first, team second. Two minutes to go here in that third quarter. 37-point lead for Altamont now. Backdoor cut by Bell was blocked. Nice block there. I think that was Ice Noggle or Stroker, who's got the ball for a three. No good. And there's going to be a foul underneath, and it's going to go against the Aces again. Fighting for the rebound. That was on number one, Logan Bauer. That's his second. Mulberry Grove's third of the quarter. Bauer will take a seed, and Heidrichsmeyer comes back in for the Aces. Minute 45 to go. All Altamont here. As the R House will dribble to his left, he was cut off. Now over to Walker. Walker over in the corner of the R House. A little ball fake. It's a screen in there by Walker. And Yarhouse goes inside with the floater. A couple bounces in through. Yarhouse with another basket. His first made a non-three. 65-26. Ice snuggle. High pass for Scroggins, but he gets it down to the minute 10 to go. Scroggins over in the corner to Hartman for three. Back iron, no. But Ice snuggle pulls down the board. He goes back up with it off the layup. Count it. Count the basket and the foul for Ice Noggle. And he'll go to the line for the old-fashioned three-point play. Foul's on Parker Bell. That's his, that's his first. I almost third of the quarter. That makes it 65-28. And this free throw is 29. And one is good for Ice Noggle. Minutes ago. Altamont leads with 65 to 29. Yarhouse with it on the left wing. He dribbles. Zane was cut off. And he's in a little bit of trouble. Gets off to Walker, who fumbles it and lost it. So it'll be a turnover there to the Aces. It'll be Ice Noggle with it here on the right wing. 
Pick up a screen. He's open for three. In and out, no good. And a three-bounded by Heidersmeyer. Now back to Ice Noggle over to Scroggins for a short little jumper. is off. And Yarhouse comes down with the rebound with 30 seconds. Yarhouse brings it across the timeline. He's over to Walker. Walker, strong drive to the hole. Late dish off the radar and uh, can't handle it as Ben wasn't quite ready for that one. And so it'll be a turnover back to the eighth. Fifteen seconds left under that. And time Ice Noggle will get it across the timeline. Ice Noggle will drive with cut off. Back over to Hartman, a deep three-pointer. Back iron, no. And the fight for the rebound goes over to Bell. One second left, and they're not going to shoot it. So after three quarters of play, Altman with the big advantage, 36 points here going into the fourth. It'll go quick with the running clock. So we'll be back here, and you're listening to Altman postseason basketball here on Jack of Ends. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Start of the uh, fourth quarter, Altamont with the lead at 65-29. And the Aces will uh, start off with a a strong drive to the hole, but Scroggins is hit there, and so he'll be fouled a little bit uh, worse for wear there. and He'll go uh, shoot free throws. A little bit uh, shaken up there. Maybe he took a shot to the face or something. And so we are having a 36-point lead, so that means a continuous running clock here in the fourth quarter. But Scroggins will be at the line, and that one was to the left. And uh, so he's got one more coming. If I was on the number 30, Ben Radel for Alabama, his first team's first of the quarter. Scroggins goes 0 for 2, and it's rebounded by Radel. Howells has the ball now, who checked in on that quarter break. They'll go over to Bell. He'll drive baseline. Radel's wide open underneath. Two more for Radel. Having his uh, best game so far. Eight points now for Ben. 67-29. As it'll be Hartman with it. Now it'll be uh, Strokert. He drives to the hole, throws it up. No, and Bell's there for the rebound. Bell's a little bit in a little bit of trouble there as he picked it up here in the backcourt, but gets it off to Powell's. Now Powell's goes off top to Bell. He's wide open for three, so he takes it and it bounced out. No good. And rebounded there by Heidrichsmeyer. Now three-pointer by Hartman is in. 
Hartman with his first basket. 67-32. As we go over to Walker here on the left side, he had drives, kicked it back over to Bell here in the right corner. Now Bell back to Walker. Walker gets it out to a radle. He drives inside. A layup good. Benson double figures now. 69-32. He is having a fair game, isn't he? Yeah, he's kind of dealt with some injuries here this season. Yep. And in there, and uh, I snuggle for three. He's good. 69-35 in that last three-pointer. So it'll be a Zane getting wrapped up there. And uh, Heidrich Meyer wrapped him up there with a foul and some subs now. As we got a Braden Elam checking in, as well as there's another one that came in there, Tyler Ruffner. And also a uh, sub in there for Mulberry Grove as well. Dawson uh, Lindley checks in uh, for Mulberry Grove. As it'll be a uh, Dumped off to Ruffner. Layup good for Tyler Ruffner. His two points give the assist to Brandon Elam as well on the find. Everybody gets involved here tonight for Alvamont. Absolutely. That'll be uh, to Hydrixmeyer. Now Eichnagel has it here in the right corner. Now three-pointer by Hydrixmeyer. It's off no good. And Strokerch there for the rebound. His putback is good. Two more points for Strokerch. And it's 71-37. Now it's a three-pointer off by Walker. And the rebound spot for as Rayo comes away with it. Now it's going to be Bell layup. Miss it. But Braden Elam there for the follow. He had his shot blocked. And it'll be Aces with the ball. And Heidrichsmeyer will go. And it's going to be picked off by Braden Elam. So good read that time. And he splits the traffic and he uh, throws up the shot. No, but... Braden's going to be fouled, so two free throws coming here for Braden Elam. Foul and ace is Logan Bauer. That's his, that's his third. Mulberry Grove second quarter. 3.40 to go here in the game, and Braden Elam will be at the line for two, and he missed the free throw, but he will get another. And another sub, Parker Bell will take a seat, and Zach Meyer will be in. As it'll be uh, Braden Elam for his second free throw attempt, and that one's good. So Braden goes one for two, and it makes it 72 of 37. Altamont. As a three-pointer was off by Lindley, but rebounded there by Bauer. His put back, the short little hook is no good. Rebounded by Powell. Powell's high pass for Ruffner, and it's, oh, he missed the basket, and Bauer goes up and over Ruffner, and there's going to be a foul there on Bauer. And a little bit of a scary moment there as Bauer kind of crashed into Ruffner on the way down, but Bauer's okay. It's the fourth foul on Bauer for Mulberry Grove. That's her third of the quarter. Walker checks out, and a Trent Tedrick is in. And so it'll be inbounded there to Meyer here on the right side. And now Piles here at the top of the key. Gives over to Braden Elam, and he drives. No one picked him up. Layup, no, but Kendrick's there for the follow. 
His putback is no good either. But Braden Eland's there for another rebound. And he's fighting through traffic, and he gets it. Count the basket. And the foul for Braden Elam. I mean, uh, the Aces are trying to tie him up there to force a jump ball, but Braden kept fighting there and got two points out of it. He'll go for the end one. Free throw is a short, no good. And uh, Tedrick is trying to fight for the rebound with Scroggins, but tipped out by Tedrick, so it'll be an Altamont ball, or Mulberry Grove ball, I'm sorry. Minute 35 to go in this quick-moving running quarter. As Heidrichsmeyer will get across the timeline. Over to uh, Scroggins here. As Scroggins will get over to uh, Lindley. And now Lindley will drive. This should off to Heidrichsmeyer. And now Heidrichsmeyer will hold on to it. Now get over to Ice Noggle. Ice Noggle crosses over Meyer. Ice Noggle will drive with the floater. is good. Ice Noggle with another basket. And a subs in now for Mulberry Grove. Stroker checks out. And you got Bauer back in, and also Hartman comes back in as well. And under a minute to go here. As Piles will have it here on the left side. And it'll go over there to a Braden Elam. He'll cross over and lost it, but over to Ruffner. And his two points is good. For Ruffner, his second basket, 76-39. He's trying the right place at the right time. There. Yeah, absolutely. As it'll be high post for high snuggle. A couple of fake passes over to the free throw line jumper. No good. Uh, there by, that was uh, Schlarmeyer. As it'll be 25 seconds to go with Altamont with the ball. Braden Elam will have a hero top of the key. He'll drive and dish off to a Meyer. Meyer layup, good. So Zach Meyer in the scoring column as well. 78-39, 10 seconds left. And the floater is no good there and rebounded by Tedrick. And it looks like that'll do it. So, your final score. 78-39, Altamont will win this one. And they'll advance on to the uh, regional semifinal on Wednesday. And uh, they will be uh, taking on either South Central or North Clay. And we'll try to get a score update here in the postgame for that one. But here, Altamont and Victoria is here taking care of business, starting off this one as they win this one at 78-39, final Mulberry, Mulberry Grove. So we'll be back in the postgame to take a look at the postgame stats, as well as we'll have a, a chat with Coach Nebergy as well. So 78-39, a final score, Altamont over Mulberry Grove. And we'll be back to wrap this one up. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball here on Jack of M. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. 
With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Based out of Altima, Illinois, Jared Nelson Trucking is a local company that can take care of all large or small hauling jobs you may have. They haul rock, grain, fertilizer, and many other commodities. Don't hesitate. Call them today at 618-322-6441 for a price estimate. Jared and Bethany Nelson and the entire Nelson Trucking crew would like to wish the Indians the best of luck. Jared Nelson Trucking is a proud supporter of Altima Indians basketball. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrisonville, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. When you're looking for that perfect company gift for your employees, where do you go? When you need custom t-shirts for that 5K or family reunion, who do you think of? When you need logo design, corporate apparel, or headwear, who can you rely on? Hi, I'm Don Burrow, owner and manager of Promark Advertising in Altamont. My staff and I, with our combined 25 years experience, are here to meet all your custom apparel and promotional product needs. Orders big and small, we do them all. Call Promark Advertising at 618-483-6025 or visit our showroom located north of I-70 in Altamont. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Altamont Community High School, Class 1A Altamont Regional Quarterfinal. As Altamont starts off the postseason on the right foot, as they pick up win number 20 as well on the season. They're 20-8 and eight now on to the year, and they move on to the uh, semifinals uh, here of the uh, regional, and uh, they'll take on the winner of the 10-seed uh, South Central and the 7-seed uh, uh, North Clay. And the uh, last report we had, South Central was leading almost before the half, but then the North Clay, it's like they have uh, come back, and they actually have the 10-point lead now after three quarters, 48-38, so... Uh, we'll wait to see uh, the uh, final there, and uh, the uh, game will be right back here in Altamont, and that's at 6 o'clock on a Wednesday. Also have a, a final score in this uh, same kind of regional, as the St. Elmo's victorious over Potoka, 58-45 to advance on, and we could uh, potentially see St. Elmo down the line as well, and we'll just have to see how that all uh, shakes out and how Wednesday's matchup shakes out as well. But uh, overall, Altamont, not a lot to complain about here tonight. 
as uh, they kind of were off a little bit in the first quarter, but uh, they got things going eventually, and three-pointers started to fall, and the transition buckets started to come as well, and uh, end up uh, going away there, get the running clock going in the fourth quarter as well, and Altamont is victorious here tonight to start postseason play uh, pretty easily over Mulberry Grove here. And uh, contributions from, it's like Saturday, contributions from everybody up and down the lineup, and uh, same uh, goes for tonight as well as just contributions everywhere uh, from starters to the uh, bench as well. So uh, great team effort here tonight uh, there and Mulberry Grove. Uh, we'll close out of their season uh, there here uh, tonight. Have them down for a 6 and 19. Uh, their record uh, will finish with that. And Altamont, like I said, improves to a 28. I see Coach Neberge hustling out of the locker room and already making his way over here to our broadcast position. So uh, we'll let uh, Dominic uh, crunch some more numbers and uh, get that calculated. And we'll have Dominic hand off the headsets here to uh, Coach John Neberge. Here in the post game, we appreciate him for joining us once again, and congratulations on another win there, Coach. And kind of said it a little bit there, but it looked a little similar to Saturday, as just kind of running all all cylinders there in this one tonight. Yeah, boys played well today. They, you know, they came out with a little bit of a fire in their belly to get the postseason started. You know, it wasn't the you know kind of weird being an off day of school so we can get yeah. out and shoot around and didn't know how how they'd play and the boys the boys came out of the came out of the locker room inspired and uh you know uh, you had uh, some missed shots there into the uh, first quarter but still had a decent lead there and you were working some offensive rebounds out of some of those uh missed shots as well so uh you know maybe you would have liked to have seen the more of those shots go in but uh, you still did have a pretty comfortable lead there, even to start off the game. Yeah, we, you know, we weren't. We, uh, Katie missed a few shots that were open. Um, you know, we want him to shoot when he's open. Um, but sometimes that's our best offense. We've said that in the past. You know, throw it up there. Let let us go get it, especially against the zone. You know, offensive rebound against the zone is an easy way to get a basket. And uh, they, uh, the boys, the boys really attacked the high post. I think after that first few times we kind of settled for some jumpers. We really attacked the high post, short corner, and got some nice dives out of it. And uh, so uh, once again, uh, three-pointers were starting to fall there as well for another added dimension like we keep talking about the last several games. But Alec coming on strong here the last couple of games and uh, having 17 points here again tonight with uh, three-pointers as well. Just kind of a different dynamic. Uh, when he's hitting the three-pointers like he was here tonight. Yeah, we'll take that the rest of the way. I mean, <laughs> we knew he could shoot. I mean, when he's got confidence, he got to shoot it. Uh, we'll, we'll take that the rest of the way. We were in random play there at the end of the half just just yeah. for him. So, uh, if he can, he can come in kind of be a spark plug for us, that's a, that's a great, great little uh, added, added, added scoring punch. And we also saw that uh, Eli was back on a Saturday, and I thought he had a good game there in the first half as well, making uh, making some shots there, finding him uh, kind of in that free throw line area right. of the of the court. And I thought he did a good job here tonight as well. Yeah, Eli is still kind of struggling with some sickness, but uh, he's he's coming he's coming back full strength. Uh, he played a little bit more minutes tonight. Um, you know, first half obviously. Sure. Um, 
Eli's one of the better high post offensive players I've had. He, he reads he reads real well. He does he doesn't get over fast. He doesn't you know doesn't make himself you know make a bad decision. Um, he, he saw Caden Miller on the post dive. He saw the kick to the same corner. Or he saw the skip to the opposite corner, and, or or he can go score. Um, he, he's been reading that high post offense really well once he's when we stuck him in there earlier in the year. And also kind of getting contributions uh, from everybody here, obviously, with the uh, postseason, getting, trying to get everybody in and trying to get a rest uh, wherever you possibly can. But uh, also right. uh, double digits here. I had him down for Ben Radel in the game as well. I know he's been uh, dealing with some injuries yep. throughout the season as well, but he got in the double figures tonight as well. Yeah, Ben, ben has been an integral part of the, of, of the rotation this year. You know, when, when Caden Miller gets injured and, He's kind of the next big off the bench, you know. He's six six and lengthy and athletic, and uh, just to use him as as, as a rim protector. Uh, but he's been dealing with injury, trying to get back him into full strength. Um, you know, he, he practiced for the first time actually uh, on Friday, so it was there. You know, yeah, we played. For, we, no, we had enough school Friday, but Thursday, practiced for the first time on Thursday, and then we finally finally got in there on Saturday. So it's a uh, you know, we're working him back in. He, he, he's going to come up with some big minutes at some point, so it's good to see. And uh, also, it's good to see here uh, how well we've been playing uh, as of late. I know we keep talking about it on the post games, but, uh, you know, it all kind of started there with that St. Anthony game, and it's, the guys have responded uh, here and looked uh, pretty good after the couple of games out of that. And uh, so it's kind of you kind of like how the team's playing right now. We're mixing defense as well. We're rebounding pretty good. Um, you know, we had we didn't offensive rebound the first half, or they had some offensive rebounds the first half. But yeah, we kind of kind of want to be building at this point where your your kind of momentum is going upward. And we weren't until until maybe that uh, was the game before Saint it was Saint Elmo and Saint Elmo and Tuscola. So, yeah, we weren't, and then uh, you know Saint Anthony game. So uh, you want you want this you want the peak. You want you to be playing your best about this time of the year. So hopefully that's what we're doing. Uh, and we're getting the right rotations in there at this time, so we kind of know where everybody's at. I think you guys are hitting on all cylinders here at the right time, and no matter what, uh, you guys are going to be a face-off against a team that you've already seen and already uh, familiar with as well, but that goes the same with them as well. They're familiar uh, with Altamont as well. It'll right. either be South Central or North Clay. Uh, here, last time I saw North Clay was uh, winning that game going into the fourth quarter uh, there, but... Uh, that can both kind of be a double-edged sword right. of, uh, you know, they've already seen you, you've seen them, and whatnot. They're already familiar uh, with, with each other. So The coaches and I have been talking like our gym is not really a home court advantage because they've played three, at least three games here. So uh-huh, yeah. Like if they played here during the season, then uh-huh. four games. So this could be seventh. They might be their fifth game at this gym. Yeah. So it's not necessarily always a home court, and I always feel they always shoot really well in this gym. But, uh-huh. Uh, you know, Coach Zink and Coach Doring going to be ready to go. Um, you know, we we played probably one of our better games against North Clay, and, and mm-hmm. especially the first half. And yeah. I, I, we knew it wasn't indicative of what type of team they are. They, they still scare us. And Coach Doring has got a system going with the one-two-two. So uh, whoever we get, we got to you know, it's got to play. If we put it on the board. You got to play like what play is like a last. This could be your last basket this could be your last possession this could be your last whatever so you got to play play with urgency play like it could be your last situation on the basketball floor so that's kind of where we're at 
Well, definitely looking forward to uh, that matchup on a Wednesday and hopefully uh, keep this thing uh, going here while well, Coach will let you go and appreciate you for joining us here again on the post game. And that's John Neberge here joining us in the uh, post game as Altamont uh, is victorious here today as uh, they win over Mulberry Grove to start off the postseason strong. 78-39 was the uh, final score there, and we'll get Dominic back onto the headsets and uh, we'll through those numbers here and we'll get out of here. All right, Travis, first of all, for uh, Mulberry Grove, they fall here tonight, 78-39. For uh, Henry Schmeyer, he was uh, one for five from the field and 0 for three from three-point range with two points. Logan Bauer, he was two for 12 from the field and 0 for three from three-point range with four points. Uh, Hartman, 0 for three from the field, but 1 for four from three-point range with three points. Uh, Schlimler, he was 0 for 1 from the field. Uh, uh, Strokerich, he was uh, 3 for 5 from the field and 2 for 5 from three-point range with 12 points. Icenoggle, he was uh, 3 for 5 from the field and 1 for 3 from three-point range. He was also 1 for 1 from the free-throw line with 10 points. And Scoggins was 3 for 11 from the field, 0 for 2 from three-point range. And he was uh, 2 for 7 from free throw line with uh, eight points overall as a team. Mulberry Grove was 12 for 42 for 29% from the field, four for 21 from three point range for 19% and three for eight uh, from free throw line for 38%. And for Althamont, as they went here tonight, 78-39 out at Garhouse, he was one for one from the field and five for nine from three point range for 17 points. Caden Davis, was two for five from the field and uh, one for five from the uh, three-point line with uh, nine points. Walker, he was uh, he played. He was over one from three-point range. Eli Miller, six for ten from the field and one for two from the free throw line with eleven points. Braden Elam, one for one from the field and one for two from the free throw line with three points. Cade Millville. Two for three from the field and 0 for three from the three-point range. He had four points. Granaway, he was 0 for one from the field and 0 for two from three-point range. Ben Radel, he came in late. He yeah, was a five for five from the field at 10 points. Zach Meyer, one for one from the field with two points. Tyler Ruffner, two for three from the field with four points. Caden Miller, another double-double, 16 points. Eight of 11 shooting, uh, 13 rebounds, and 0 for two. Free throw line. Tedrick coming in. He was 0 for 1. Zay Miller played, did not score. Parker Bell was 0 for 2 from the field and 0 for 1 from the three point range. As a team, Alamont shot 28 of 44 for 64% from the field, 6 of 20 from the three point range for 27%, and 2 for 7 from the free throw line for 29%. As Alamont moves on and the Moore Grove season is over. As uh, you know, like I mentioned with uh, Coach Neighbor, you like how Altima is uh, playing right now, peaking at the right time uh, here in uh, postseason play. Uh, there, I'm refreshing my app, and the North Clay still has the lead with about four minutes to go here on IHSA's website, updated here, 58-44 North Clay. So uh, either way, looks like North Clay might be coming back here or coming here to 
uh, Altamont. We played there in Louisville last time we played the Cardinals. But uh, we'll welcome whoever, Coach Doring, Coach Zink, and uh, we'll be here on Wednesday for that at 6 o'clock. And St. Elmo have already punched their ticket here for Wednesday night as well. They'll wait their opponent. Uh, there, I didn't see a final score or anything uh, for them. So uh, we will wrap this one up here. Thanks to Carter uh, back at the uh, studios for helping us uh, turning uh, the dials on and off the air. And uh, to Dominic, thank you for the uh, stats and uh, coming along here uh, tonight. And uh, Altman victorious over Mulberry Grove here to start postseason play as they win again your final 78-39. And we're signing off here for tonight, but have no fear. We'll be back on the air on Tuesday. That's tomorrow for girls' sectional semifinal action there in Mawequa at Central A&M High School. And so we'll be there covering the game, and should be a good one. Tuscola, Altamont, sectional semifinals tomorrow there in Mawequa. So uh, tune in. We certainly hope so. If not, make the trip up to Mawequa as well. And uh, so until tomorrow night, we will talk to you then. And it's Travis Sparks signing off. Have a great rest of your evening, everybody. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.